0: This is Bush and Rich's Daily
1: Takeaway. Bushy, how's it going? I hope you had a good weekend. It's a Monday and all that now. A lot of stuff going on in the background, but we still have the music. Uh, we did such a Saturday thing over the weekend. We went to uh, went to an antiques village. What about that? What about that for a Saturday activity? Uh, it's a place called Battlesbridge, which is like twenty minutes or so away from where we live in Leonsea. And we all went there. We got my, my parents-in-law staying with us as well. So the whole we got pack, packed into two cars and drove down there. And it's hard to describe Battlesbridge. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's like a little village that's made up of tiny little antique shops. They've got like farming tools in there and old signs and vases and records and all this kind of thing. And then there's one shop in the middle that absolutely blew my mind. It was like a Andy Bush beacon. It was called Nerd Base and it's a two-floor treasure trove of old toys. And I just walked around these little... Glass cabinets looking at all these to- toys that I used to have when I was a kid. They had like He Man figures in there, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, uh, droids. Do you remember droids and zoids and stuff like that as well? Muscle men, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and then I saw it. A toy that I-, I had loved and sadly sold in a car boot sale uh, it was from this program. If you remember the cartoon back in the day. Lord, meets me Do you remember this? You used to have to sit through Day with Timmy Mallet just to watch 20 minutes of it. And that was our, our push as a kid in that era. So it was Jetfire, the uh, Transformer boss. I think he was like the main boss. Obviously Optimus Prime was the main main boss. But Jetfire was pretty big. He turned into like a plane and back and stuff like that as well and I loved him got him, for, got him for Christmas in the early 80s and then my, I'm not, not throwing my mum my under the bus for this but she took me and my brother to uh, insisted that we went to a car boot sale I think early 90s late 80s and we sold every single uh, Star Wars figure and Transformer or whatever that we had and I think I sold Jetfire for 3 quid and I've always regretted it uh, so I just thought, this first hour of home time tonight, bearing in mind I walked away almost slightly with a heavy heart, thinking that I'd let him go. I love that I'd lost. Uh, is there a toy that you've loved and let go or lost... And it's still there with you in your heart. Dave says, uh, Power Master Optimus Prime. I got him for Holy Communion in 1988. Sold it a few years back for 150 quid, but still regret it. Maybe you've even made a profit. Uh, Tom says uh, he will miss his mask rhino rig radio. (laughs) Gone but not forgotten. Stu says, I really miss my Arnold Palmer golf set. Uh, Stu, I don't know what your age is, fella, but that looks like a toy from the late 40s. Uh, Neil says, I let my entire Star Wars collection go, including my Millennium Falcon. Only only the poshest kids have the Millennium Falcon. He also let go his Ewok village... Atat, various ships, and loads of figures too. It hurts. Simon says, Bush, I wish I still had my handheld computer game, BMX Flyer. I had my first one nicked at school in the late 80s. Got another one for Christmas the same year, and eventually gave it to a younger cousin. Excellent game it was, I miss it every day. John in Belfast says, I used to have a great Sabutio collection. Over 60 teams, three pitches, floodlights, picket fence, and some of the old cups you could get as well. My brother gave it all away a little bit later, and I've always regretted it. Uh, Phil, though, who we've got on the line, right now uh, is looking to replace what he's lost what have you been up to phil uh well i've been um
2: i discovered ebay in the early 2000s and i have been um very slowly recovering my collection possibly even some of the original toys that i don't go who knows
1: okay so Um, uh tell us what kind of toys you've been rebuying that you let go back in the day
2: Transformers? Yeah. Principally Transformers. I've been um, re rebuying my uh, muscle figures as well. I heard you mention those earlier. I used to on. love
1: muscle. We used to play a game at my granddad's house in Western Supermare where we would line the muscle men up, me and my brother, at either end of the hallway and then knock each other's muscle men down with a marble. And if you survived, you put a little mark on their back so they survived onto the next round. You know, that's what you do in Western Supermare if you've got a, a long Sunday in your grandparents' house. I can uh, perfectly understand um, how you might end up in that situation, gosh, Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, <for laughs> mate. Uh, and then so. Like in terms of, it's a lot of money if you get into uh, buying these toys back. So, how's that gone down in the family in terms of spending this amount of money on Transformers?
2: Well, luckily, I live on my own.
1: That's the dream. Um, I mean, I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> that
2: is certainly the dream, um, but it does mean that I don't have to ask permission.
1: It's your a hundred percent. Can I come and live with you? That'd be all right, just yeah. for just for a bit. <laughs> Come and uh, join my toy room. or well, that sounds a bit wrong. That it? does sound wrong. In fact, I'll be all right. But the, in terms of how you display them, have you got them out somewhere or are you keeping them in a, in like a, a, a case safe to sell and whatever down the line?
2: No, I do. I do have most of them on display, but I also have some in storage. Um, I, I do have a plan to rotate them, but don't often get around to doing
1: that. So, um, but Amazing. yeah,
2: very quickly run out of display space and then they um, they migrate into the uh, into the attic temporarily, yeah.
1: Fantastic. Final question: Is what is your most prized retro toy that you managed to get back? That is a very good question.
2: Um, I'm actually looking around at my Transformers collection at the moment. It was a it was a big day when I finally got uh, Optimus Prime again. Yep. And, and Jetfire, like you, who was an absolute favourite of mine. Although um, I still need to get some uh, some of the pieces. He had lots of armour, if you remember. Yes, he did. And uh, the armour is incredibly difficult to find. But um, it's good to have a Jetfire back in my collection.
1: Amazing. Well, listen, good to speak to you. You are living the dream. Thanks very much. I love this message that's just come in. My full collection of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I got for Christmas. Sadly gone. My parents worked their butts off through the year to get me it all. I even kept the boxes, but as I grew up, I ended up selling them all. Uh, It is that that Christmas morning. Listen to this. That Christmas morning is the best childhood memory I hold. Someone's just texted here saying, it always seems to be the men that crave their lost toys. Proves that men never grow up. Lol. Well, just hold your horses there, because we've got Claire on the line right now. Uh, Claire, which toys that you have uh, loved and lost subsequently?
0: Flower fairies.
1: Now, I've never heard of flower fairies before. What is that?
0: You have not lived. They were amazing. (laughs) I had lots of them, and a special little treehouse that had a little shower that you could pump. And I was also forced to car boot it for probably about 2 or £3 pounds, and I've regretted it ever since.
1: Do you, do you reckon we could get together, like all of us, and do a, 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 like some kind of uh, lawsuit against our parents for putting us through this I, car boot thing, I, do you know what
0: I mean? Almost certainly. There's there's something there.
1: There is something there, isn't there? And <laughs> then, uh, were they, do they live in the bottom of your garden, flower fairies, or do you have them in the house where they live normally?
0: Well, they were from the garden. They right. were from the garden, but they came into your house specially to live in their special tree house. Um, and okay. all the magic went away when I sold them.
1: It really has had quite a profound effect on you, has not it, Claire?
0: It has had a very profound effect on me, yeah.
1: <laughs> Would you ever be tempted to look online and maybe buy those those uh, those flower fairies back?
0: I only yesterday was doing just that, but they're <laughs> almost impossible to get hold of.
1: <laughs> well, listen, if anyone's listening to this, got some spare flower fairies knocking around, get in touch and we'll, we'll pass them on to Claire, okay?
0: <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>
1: uh, this one here from Tom says, "Thunderbirds Tracy Island complete with Thunderbirds one to four gone." Dave in Herne Bay, I had the original Star Wars Boba Fett with a gun in original packaging. cost me £2.99 in 1977. I lost it moving home in 1989. It comes on eBay occasionally for £10,000. Wow, what about that? The price of these toys, if you've managed to keep them in the packaging, is unbelievable. Uh, we've got Matt on the line. Uh, Matt, tell us your story of a toy loved but sadly lost.
2: Oh, uh, so, yeah, of course, it's about 30 years ago. And... Um yeah, we just went down to the beach and I remember sort of taking this Lego man with me and he had black arms and all the rest had blue and, and red and stuff like that. So he right. was sort of pretty unique. And um, I remember giving him to my mum and then she fell asleep or something, rolled over and it fell off and <laughs> fell into the sand and, and and he was gone.
1: Oh no, a terrible bit of parenting. Rolled over and fell asleep and lost your Lego man. No,
2: absolutely, yeah.
1: Have you you've ever forgiven her for it? No, I don't think so. She'd say she's forgotten
2: that well she did at the time. She says, Oh, I don't remember you giving it to me, but I mean it definitely did.
1: Oh yeah, I mean you can't be wrong. It's it's what's seared into your memory, that's for sure. <laughs> Tell us about this uh this Lego character then. Why was he so special to you?
2: Just because he was the only one that came with black arms. Everyone else had blue and, and red, so okay. he, he he sort of stood out.
1: Okay, and what was he what was his job? All the Lego people have got like a different thing. What was his thing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was just a guard. I, 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 it might maybe from a slightly different set, but they were. it was like a Lego castle set. Oh, right, OK. And, um, so he sort of built it, and then, you know, I guess he must have been like the sort of chief knight or something.
1: And he's, and he's on a beach somewhere. Where, where's this beach then? People can go down there. You never know if you're <laughs> sunbathing, you might turn up. Um, near Hunstanton in Norfolk. Fantastic. Get searching now. Mate, good to speak to you, and hope you can get over it soon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> the daily
0: takeaway. Bush and Richie's daily takeaway.
1: Just a little survey thing, right? Have your parents started sending back hot drinks? Because I've noticed it with my mum and dad quite a bit. Where, like, you might be going to a cafe or whatever, and then you get a round of coffees for everyone, and then more often than not, I'd say nine times out of ten. Mainly my dad, he's the main troublemaker, will send back his latte or whatever. I know this is first world problems. I know this is first world problems. Just talking about my parents here. So he'll send it back saying it's nowhere near hot enough. And it always causes a bit of a stir. And I thought, it's just my parents' little weird way. We got to the point where me and my brother were joking that uh, all the coffee shops in Exmouth must have a photo of my mum and dad up like mug shots because they're a pain in the backside. Then... Obviously talking about Battlesbridge, Antiques Village or whatever. My my, uh, parents-in-law from Northumberland have been here this weekend. Went to a cafe on Saturday. Mother-in-law's coffee not hot enough sends it back. It must be an age thing. Is it a generational thing? Just wanted to put it out there. Because that's more than a coincidence, right? T in New York says on Twitter, we went to Chiquito's and the waitress brought the food and said, anything else you need? And my dad said, yeah, a microwave wouldn't go amiss. So if you have kind of an issue with the heat of things and you, you've you sent stuff back and you're not bothered about the awkward situation, because let's face it, when you get to a certain age, you're not bothered about an awkward confrontation, tell me now, just so I can work it into the mathematics of my own family, 8, 12, 15 and get involved with the show.
0: Home time. Lucky, lucky numbers.
1: You can win £250 in cash thanks to the lovely people at Tesco Mobile. Spend less using your Tesco club card. The lucky lucky number generator will spit out three numbers. These numbers must be on your current electricity or gas meter reading. Remember the guy from the other day last week who was reading this flipping serial code? Don't do that, because it's 25 numbers long. Uh, they can be in any order but all three must appear somewhere on your meter. Let's have a listen to tonight's three lucky lucky numbers folks.
0: Thanks Butch. Today's lucky lucky numbers are
1: 4, 7
0: and 9. That's 4, 7 and 9.
1: And there you have it, find your meter, take a picture because we will be asking for proof. Four, seven and nine of the three numbers can be any order. Let's uh, speak to tonight's contestant who's been selected at random. Her name is Mandy. How are you doing, Mandy? Oh,
0: amazing. Hello.
1: Welcome to Home Time. How's your Monday been, Mandy?
0: (laughs) It's good, thank you. Yeah, really good.
1: I was in our understairs cupboard a bit earlier on because I had to get a Phillips screwdriver for my father-in-law. Long story. But I noticed there's a disgrace under there, like a lot of mess, just stuff chucked in there. If you don't mind me asking, what is the state of your understairs? I
0: keep my laundry basket up there. Do you? um...
1: (laughs) That must be very, very clean if you're going to keep your laundry in there. Well, it's in a box, to be fair. but Have you got any... You got any weird stuff in there? Understairs, cupboard, anything unusual? Nothing really. A
0: cat litter tray as well.
1: It's all going on in your understairs, isn't it? (laughs) I tell you what, if you lived in London, that'd be 800 quid a month, that.
3: Yeah, it would be. Easy. (laughs)
1: Well, listen, we're going to get you to read out the numbers. We're after 479. Uh, Can you tell us, first of all, that it was on your gas or electricity meter that we're reading here?
0: It's the electric.
1: It's the electric, okay. (sighs) Right then, so please uh, mandy could you read out the full number from your electricity meter that you think could be tonight's lucky lucky number i can it's
0: zero four
1: seven seven nine a four a seven and nine sound like they're in there Woo-hoo! mandy congratulations you are a winner thank you so much what about it? You, you won yourself in fact your your meter which normally ruins your life a little bit has won the money for you 250 pounds And because we know times are hard at the moment, our lovely friends at Tesco Mobile want you to spend less on your mobile phone bill and would like to chuck in another 50 quid onto your winnings. That's £300 tonight on Home Time.
0: Oh, my God, that's amazing. Thank you so much. How will you celebrate this
1: evening, Mandy? What will you do?
0: I'm definitely cracking open a bottle of Prosecco for that.
1: That's exactly the result we wanted. Lovely to speak to you. Have a brilliant night.
0: You
1: too. Thanks so much. Take care, Mandy. Uh, and listen, her, her Monday night is now infinitely better. It could be you tomorrow. We play again tomorrow on Lucky Lucky Numbers, so stay where you are.
0: Home time. Lucky Lucky Numbers.
1: Uh, I had a little survey question for you lot a bit earlier on about your parents. I've just noticed recently that not only my parents, but my parents-in-law too, have started uh, this thing of sending back... Uh, coffees in cafes if they're not hot enough. Is that an age thing? Is that what happens you get to a certain point maybe if you've got grandchildren then suddenly it's carte blanche to do that? Uh, let's go to the phones and uh, speak to Katie who has some intel on this. Uh, tell us about your mum, Katie. Oh,
3: she's 72 and she goes for coffee breaks with her friends. Usually um, the cafes in the supermarkets or Marks and Spencers right. um, and they love sending a coffee back <laughs>
1: they really can almost get off on it a little bit my, my dad's so proud when he's, he's snaffled a coffee that he can actually send back and cause a bit of a stir
3: yeah yeah and they like being the first one to do it as well I think they win a prize
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what if there's a group of them the first one yeah. to get their latte returned seems to yeah. get kudos yeah. from the rest of the group
3: yeah, know I mean, yeah,
1: Would would you send a coffee back for being um, for being not hot enough, or would you just drink it anyway and just don't, not not want to cause a stir?
3: I drink it anyway. I don't like a hot coffee. I think it's a generational thing. I think older people like it boiling hot.
1: Well, there's this term now that's come out of it, which they call it extra hot, don't they? They have to. My dad now orders an extra hot latte, which I didn't even think was a thing, but it is.
3: I didn't know that. I had no idea you
1: could do that. Well, they, next time your mum's going down the uh, down the local uh, cafe with their little group, say "all extra hot," and they might maybe they don't want that. Maybe they love the uh, the buzz of the complaint, and that might you know ruin it for them.
3: Yeah, I'll tell her. Top tip, thank you.
1: There you go. Every night's a school night on home time. Wicked. We've got Joe on the line. Joe, explain what your dad gets up to.
3: Well, um, every time we go out for a family meal. My dad will insist on asking whether the chips are gobby or not. Um, What (laughs) what he's referring to are the sort of chunky chips that you might have kind of um, arranged like a game of Jenga, that sort of thing.
1: Oh, I see, Um, I see.
3: Nobody knows what he's talking about, and we're always absolutely mortified. And, so um, can
1: I clarify then, Joe, in terms of your... So he calls uh, chips that are stacked and quite chunky, he calls them gobby chips. Yeah. If they he were chunky chips, chips. But, but not stacked, is that still gobby or not?
3: Well, I don't know. I think I think he's just got something against the sort of larger chip. OK. Um, but obviously, go- we, we keep saying to him, don't say gobby because that just sounds like something else, and they <laughs> look so confused. And my brother and I just have put our head in our hands.
1: I love it, I love it. And, and then, like, say if they do confirm they are indeed uh, Jenga stack gobby chips, what happens then? What does he do then? Oh, we won't have them. Unbelievable. He's a man of his word, and <laughs> he? sticks I to his mean, principles.
3: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, and where, where are you guys from? Where do you live?
3: Uh, well, I live in Charlton in south-east London.
1: Where's, so, where's your dad?
3: Uh, they're in a little village. They're in, in Staffordshire. But even in Staffordshire, they, they don't refer to chips like that as Gobby Chips. I don't know where he's got it from.
1: Brilliant. And what's your dad's first name? He sounds like a character.
3: <laughs> David.
1: So if you uh, just want to warn any of the restaurants in the Staffordshire area, watch out for David and his Gobby Chips, because he, he could be, He's a problem yes. customer, isn't he?
3: <laughs> and then my nephew went to school, and he asked the dinner lady whether the chips were Gobby, and so... <laughs> You know, it's just a problem that's just going to
1: keep on. Going. Amazing, the circle of life. Love it. Thank you so much, Joe. Good to speak to you.
3: Bye, This is the daily takeaway.
0: takeaway.